Well, boys and girls, it is 6 p.m. on the East Coast of America on Tuesday night. And that means it's party time in the USA. That's right. It's Stand in the Gap, the only podcast in the world that's more than a podcast. It's actually a movement. What kind of movement, you ask? Well, you'll find out as the show unfolds tonight. And I want to welcome everyone tuning in this week. We're just excited to be here. Myself, Richie Errico, and my partner in crime. Yes, it is a crime. And I'll talk about that in a minute, why they call it a crime. And that's Mr. Man, my Mr. Shirley, my favorite man of all men. The only man I know because his last name is Man. And he's Aaron the Man. And then we have Scott Whittier, the, the man from the uh, Mayflower up in Maine, because Maine is the main thing. So. All right, I'll turn it over to Mr. Man. Okay, everybody. Uh, Standinthegap.live is the website. That is the host area. That's where we have blogs, uh, where you can get more information, where you can get access to all the podcast platforms, uh, and where you can be a true Stand in the Gapper and join us uh, with Patreon supporting us because we are bootstrapping this and we need all the help we can get so please consider being a patreon and uh joining us as a true stand in the gapper so anyway i gotta get back to the partner in crime see the left thinks it's a crime they think capitalists are criminals they think they're criminal pigs so i gladly say i'm a capitalist because i'm a compassionate capitalist because without this money it's actual money because in thailand it's actually currency. I have, I have Asian money. You know, in America, it's a promissory note. It's an IOU note. So it's not real currency. At least I'm in a country where it's real currency. So it's all about the Benjamin. So what I mean by that is the fact that it takes money to do things. A lot of good can come out of money. And so this is a movement, folks. This is about two things, taking our country back and taking our eyes off ourselves and putting it on other people. That's really what this is about. And so it's a peaceful movement. The kingdom of God comes by violence, the violent take it by force. And right away, there's going to be a soundbite that I'm talking violence. I'm not. I'm not talking violence. I'm talking about making a difference. I'm talking about just really taking your eyes off yourself and putting it on someone else. And we'll get into that a little later on. Scott, as our resident priest, could you open us up in prayer, Father Scott? <laughs> This is the prayer I'm getting right now. <laughs> My father, thank you for joy. Joy to the world. Yes. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is our strength. <laughs> he who laughs sits in heaven. That's good. Hey, man. That's really good. Yes. Amen means so be it. So anyway, Paul talks about be all things to all people. And what that means is that we welcome. God is the most inclusive God. He welcomes all 78,000 genders that people think they are. He welcomes everyone. Come as you are. Come to the party. Grab a beer. Grab a wine glass. Grab margarita. Grab water like Scott does. Grab water. I have bottled water. Grab whatever. And, and what I ask is that you get engaged. So many of us are not engaged. We're not. We're, we're, we're not engaged. It's just. You know, put the dog on hold, put the TV on hold, come come into the world of Dead in the Gap, where we're talking about issues that are most prevalent in today's 
world, you know, from a, a granted it's an American viewpoint, even though we have three countries represented here, we have America, we have Romania, and we have Eastern Asia represented here. And, and so it's really cool. It's cool that we, you know, have different time zones. So God is definitely inclusive. He welcomes all because he created all. He's the father of all lights and we're all lights. So it's, it's awesome to be here. And some of you may get offended. You know, we speak about religion, about politics, two things that you're not supposed to speak about. That was an episode we had a couple of weeks ago or last week, actually, things that need to be said. And, you know, what needs to be said tonight is all is well with these three guys all. Say, hey, Vinny, how can it all be well? The country's falling apart. People are going to hell in a handbasket. Well, you know what? God's not sweating, so neither am I. He's not surprised, so neither am I. He's not upset, neither am I. He is angry. There's a righteous anger, so all three of us are very angry. We're angry at the liberal lunatics out there, the progressives, the anarchists, the Satanists, the Luciferians, the idiots, the fools, the slanderers. We're, we're angry at them, but you know what? We welcome them. We welcome them. I hope you come on the show. We'll give, we'll give you your two seconds. That's probably all you're going to laugh. We're just going to eat you for lunch because you're an idiot. You have no nothing beyond your, your pepperal lobe, which is nothing. The intellectual mind is kindergarten to people who are spiritual. You realize that they took the, the one that's the Harvard degrees is a joke. How many degrees are hanging on walls with people that have done zippity doodah, done nothing for anybody? Agambi is love and action. And that's what we're about, standing the gap, is love and action. So go ahead. One of you guys can chime in. Did I leave you speechless? <laughs> that's good. I didn't think I left you speechless that soon, man. I'll keep going. I'll go all night. I'm fired up, dude. It's been a it's been a week from hell, man. I'm ready to bring it on. Bring it, brother. All right. You know what I'm gonna bring? That devil is a loser. He's a freaking uh, idiot. Yeah. He's a loser. He's lost. You know why he's lost? Jesus Christ has won. And because Jesus has won, we win. Amen. That's right. He's everything he does is for his own detriment. His own detriment, not my detriment. There's a purpose in pain. There's a redemptive purpose in pain. Paul talks about it. He's the beat of flesh, Philip Bruce. That sounds radical. Well, man, go read your Bible if you think it's radical. And by sadist, no. Am I a masochist? Absolutely not. But you know what? I recognize that this frustrates you. If you think about this, if you cling to your flesh, you're done. You're, you're going to live like I used to live, which is not living. I was a dead man walking, a zombie. Pink Floyd, The Wall, that was one of my favorite albums growing up because I related to it. I totally related to it. You know, you conform. What is conform? There's only one thing we should conform to, and that's the image of them that created us. And that's freedom. That's freedom. That's truly freedom. Let freedom ring. Tonight's show is called Eerie, Eerie, the Rhinos are coming. What's a rhino? I'm not talking about a rhino. Although that's a good, good analogy. But the rhinos are actually spineless. They're nothing to do with an actual animal that's a rhino. It's Republican in name only. We're gonna hit it. We're gonna hit it hard tonight. You know why? Because people are in deception. They're deceiving others. They're lying snakes. They're sepulchers. They're false. They're 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 pieces of the doo-doo caca. That's what they are. And we're gonna we're gonna hit them hard tonight, hard and heavy, because they deserve it. They deserve it. I want them not to sleep after they hear this program. Oh, they're gonna hear it. They won't admit they're hearing it. They'll say, oh, Vinny and Scott and Aaron, they're, they're nothing. They're flies. They're, they're gnats and the fly in the ointment. Oh, yeah? Well, watch. Watch our duck. 
Watch when we go to 5,000. Watch when we go to 10,000. Watch when we go 150,000. Watch when we go 3 million. Watch when we go 7 million. Watch when we go 12 million. And watch when we go to 22 million, 222,000, 222 listeners. We're going. We're going. We're going all the way. Because God is not bipolar. God wants us to do this show, and we're just being obedient. Mm hmm. <laughs> you know, the whole thing is that all this is so central to the moral majority because they're just as sweet as the liberals. But it's two different sides of the same coin. They're both idiots in my perception because they're blinded by their own ill-gotten gain and their own ill-focused passion. I, I, are, are you serious? Are you that blind that you're going to hate your brother and your sister? Are you that blind? That hates somebody because of their opinion. Are you that blind that you're going to be that mad, that angry, that vile, that vicious? Like how they hate homosexuals. I don't hate homosexuals. I love them. They're hurt people. We're all hurt. Basis. We're born into <laughs> adversity, right? It's in the word. We're born into adversity. This world is horrible. It's it's hard. Yeah, there's beauty in it. The sunrise, the roses, like your child. You know what I'm saying? There's beauty in that, but there's so much tragedy. Yeah. No, that the thing that has been happening the last couple of years, I've been I've been getting delivered. I love America. I, I'm I'm an American. I'm a patriot, but I'm also seeing how much of in like the world we're we're moving into. It's it you know like people are gonna get freaked out because it's like one world system, one world, everything, but everything's not, it's not about ge geography. It's about like the earth. It's not about this nation, that nation, this nation, that nation. And I've been, I've been getting delivered of like nationalism, you know, like, because Amen. like, Amen. when you look at like, like I know Vinny, you're meeting people in Thailand that are just like salt of the earth, like gold people, because they're not corrupt. Like I do see like, we we're just, like Americans are very corrupt. Like there's a, there's a lot of corruption and even in our ideals in our whole culture, it's to try to impose this on the world and dominate people. So the whole thing now, it's almost like we're at the point of you will throw that thing out, like throw the, throw the whole thing out because all the lines are blurred. It's like, we got to get back to like real definitions of things. That's the thing. When you talk about a rhino, that's what that is. It's like a blurry definition. You're becoming a Republican to get the Republican vote because you're scared. Cause that's one of the things I love is we're supposed to be all things to all men. So I, I need to see the gold and, and, and Democrats. I need to see, you know, people that are Democrats, but I don't see the gold and the mindset necessarily, or the, the, the structure of the belief system, but the people themselves, I, I need to still love and respect people. Years ago, we did some activist work. My wife and I, we were concerned about the water in Maine because it got bought by Nestle. If you'd research Nestle, it's not a good company. They pumped Flint, Michigan dry. They, they pay like, I think it's like 11 cents per thousand gallons. It's just kind of criminal. And people's wells up here were going dry. So I got really into that. I was like, this is something every person can rally around. When we get into politics, religion, all these things, we get divided. But it's like one thing, like water. Can I agree that I need water, you need water, we all need water to survive? Oh, okay, we all agree there. Now, do you agree that a company making billions of dollars, can we all agree that they shouldn't be able to do that and not even put anything back into the roads they're driving? It used to be two trucks go by, now it's thousands go by. 
and they're tearing up the roads and they don't put any money back in because they pay 11 cents per thousand gallons. So that whole thing was, I got really riled up. I got on a tangent with it. Because of that, somehow I got on move on. I became a move on member. <laughs> so, so, so I'm now like all these people I was talking to, most of them were liberals, and but they could agree with me. If we figure out what issues can we focus on to bring change, maybe we got a chance getting through some of this craziness. But because I'm on that list, that's where I get my intel. It's like, hello, fellow move on members, we're in trouble. The fascists are coming. The, and it's like the, and then over here, you know, I, I get the other side. So anyway, that's my little rant for the second. Yeah. So it's interesting because Republican name only, I want to, I want to clarify something because I, I have a lot of Democratic brothers and sisters that are on this show and I, I love Democrats. I don't love progressives. I, I really, well, no, I do love progressives, but I hate their agenda. So Republican name only are actually, the, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, Democrats are welcome. Republicans are welcome. I kind of cringe when I say that. But more majority, you're all welcome. And, and you know, Scott, you hit the nail on the head. Unity. You know, let's unify. Let's look at what's common amongst us. Okay, even you guys are going to freak me out. But I really think Biden believes in what he believes in. That's a scary thought. Well, well, follow me on this train of thought. But he really believes what he believes in. He believes it. So the wild thing about that is everybody believes in what they believe in. It's just the fact of how seared is your conscience. How, how much of a moral compass do you have left? And that's the real question. So that's what I look at is the fruit of somebody's life. You know what? That Democrat across the aisle, they really want to do some, I'm not talking about Biden, believe me, I, I don't want to connect the two, but the Democrat across the aisle that wants to help children and wants to help the inner city youth get a better life, yeah, but how we arrive at that is two different ways. So let's look at the same common goal and let's compromise, and, and I, I like the word compromise when it gets to the goal and it does it honorably, decently, and, and not impacting somebody negatively. In other words, freedom with that with responsibility. Yeah, I totally agree. I just tried to get into, see things through Biden's eyes for a second. I tried to get into his head and I just got really scared and I laughed, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's pretty hard to get into a hologram in the eye. That's kind of hard to do. You know what I'm saying? He, he was he was rigor mortis a decade ago. You know what rigor mortis is, right? Rigor mortis said in that dude's life a decade ago. I guarantee you that. We're looking at a propped up. I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's scary. But you know what? I, I, I do. I love, I love all people. I don't love the enemy. I don't love demons. I don't love them. They're losers, but I love people. So, because God created us. So, go ahead. That brings up a good point. We we love all people, but we don't need to love AI, uh, and we don't need to love holograms. So that's that's what some of this is, or Nephilim. You know, like some of it is. You got people that are given over. You got people that are totally, and they're on that fast track. They're just on that agenda. Yeah. No, it's it's true. So I want to hit a couple of things. L let's go back to what you were saying, Scott. First of all, when I left this country, I, I left the United States and came to Eastern Asia, I realized what sin I was under. And it was deception. But God revealed that I'm not going to claim this on anybody else, 
I'm going to tell you what he said after he revealed it to me. What he said, not what Vinny said. That I'm not going to talk about my opinion, but I'm telling you what the deal is. Is he reveals self-betterness in my life. I would help my friend if it benefited me. If it fit my narrative, if it fit my agenda, and it wasn't too inconvenient for me. If it even made me look like a good guy, I get a pat on the back. I get my ego stroke. Mm. That's what I realized. It was to have, because I had such a hurt in my life that I wanted acceptance and I wanted people to feel good about Vinny because I had so many things wrong in my life that I would do things for others just to get the love that I didn't feel from God. As twisted as that is. So you know what God told me? He, he didn't say that's the biggest sin in America. Oh, guess where he said that's the biggest sin? He didn't say America. He said the church, his children. That's the biggest sin of his children. Not even the false church, the true church, his children. That's what yeah. the called out ones. He said that's the biggest sin in his children. I said, wow. Put that in your pipe and smoke at people that claim to be Christian. Yeah, I'm in your heart. Yeah, it's idolatry when you're on the throne of your own heart. John Bevere was in a church I was in, and he talked about a while after Jim Baker fell. He went to go visit Jim Baker in prison, and he said, when did you stop loving Jesus? And Jim Baker said, I never stopped loving Jesus, but he was never on the throne of my heart. He was never my Lord. And that whole thing, that level of deception that we're in, I believe that's the, the reason many will say, Lord, Lord. We cast out demons in your name and healed the sick in your name. And Jesus will say, depart from me. I never knew you. So there's an idolatry. So what's interesting is, is I'm trying to go back to the topic of the show. I'm trying, I really try to do that. I mean, I'm, I want to be honoring that it's, it's that everything starts in the church first. There's people on this listening to this that probably don't believe that God's government God, everything starts with God. And then it, it filters through even like our culture. So now you have these people, the, the whole rhino thing is they're basically just wearing a, an outfit. It's not what they are. They're literally trying to deceive people into believing they're this, but they're bringing in this agenda. And that whole thing is, is, is the lines are so blurry. What blurred the lines? We took away the standard. <laughs> Where's the standard? There is no standard now. You just do what you want, do whatever you want, however you want, think whatever you want. Oh, unless it's like truth. Wait a minute. Oh, that's the, that's right. Unless it's truth. Now you're talking hate speed. Now, like, we're talking about truth here. And, and that's the thing is it's like, that's, oh, that's hate speech. But that's the only thing that will bring true unity because everything else is conformity. It's watering everything down. I don't have to agree with someone to love somebody. What's happening is now we're in a time where people have to agree in order to, to have some kind of, it's not even love, some kind of positive feeling towards the other person. If you like me on Facebook, I like you. What if you, someone dislikes what you say? Someone, what if someone dislikes you, is that, is that going to affect you? Can you actually still recognize that you can disagree and still love somebody? And that's this whole thing. I, I've come to that with kind of the whole pro political arena. I was on, I was on a side and the other, there's other people on this other side, but if you pull back from the whole thing, it's like the, the real side is there's the puppet master behind the, the strings. All we're watching is just the puppets. I don't want to watch puppets anymore. I want to see true change in this world. And I believe it's coming. I mean, I believe this is just to project this out into the airwaves. True change is coming. True reformation is coming. Everything that needs to change will change. One of the things I'm waiting to see, and I don't know if I'll ever see it in America, and this is where I'm going to say something to Americans right now that is is a hard word. I used to think Americans are, think of like, like people in Europe. 
and they're they're automatically like have a bias or they make jokes or whatever. Well, Europeans, I watch Europeans. If something if if, if something happens there, they rise up and they make a stand. And it's like we're like American, you know, together we stand, divided we fall. We just sit in our armchairs and like we're armchair quarterbacks. We just yell at the TV, maybe like tell one another like a little bit of something we don't agree with or whatever. But like, it, it, you know, I was just watching footage and, and it, I don't know where it was in, in, in Europe, but there was farmers that they, they put down all these regulations on farms. And you see literally thousands of tractors like parading down the street, blocking roads. So parading, like parading with the tractors and all this, they're dumping like cow poop on the steps of federal buildings. And they're literally making a stand. It's not violent, but it's like, we're not happy. Yeah. It started off in Germany. And and the reason was they were getting tax breaks on diesel fuel. And now in the whole principle of saving the world, uh, we're like, okay, now farmers are the biggest polluters in the world. And they're the ones that are bringing our food to our table. If we don't have farmers, we don't have food. We don't have food. We don't have life. So they were being, their tax break dropped and, and they rioted and had their convoys. And even in Romania, we were driving down the street in downtown Cluj and we were heading towards this bridge and we're like, okay, we got to get home at this time. And then we realized that's a combine in front of us. What's going on? And they're like, oh, they're rioting too. And we're like, okay, we got to find a detour. But it's crazy how the the U.S. doesn't do that. Yeah. It, t- it takes a whole lot, a whole lot for them to rise up. Come on, people. During COVID, the truckers in Canada <laughs> gathered. Canada. What is that about? Oh, oh, Canada. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> and really, on on the TV show, How I Met Your Mother, the guy's always like, you know, Canada, maybe if you work really hard, you can become a state someday. <laughs> but they'll rise up, block government buildings with their semi-trucks to get their point across, to say that something is wrong. And so how much more should the land of the free and the home of the brave rising up we're not that anymore we're not free and we're and we're not brave and it's totally messed up totally backwards we used to be the best every country wished they were america but not anymore not anymore yeah they talk about the enemy without and the enemy within the enemy within is more dangerous than the enemy without and what I mean by that is we're our own worst enemy. See, a nation is only a mirror of a family. So when the family unit is destroyed and broken down, the nation is destroyed. Our families are destroyed. Men are walking around bullets in this country. Their unit, their balls have been cut off. Sorry, yeah. I'm telling you, like, I used to be bullets. I finally grew my balls back. I know I'm going to lose a bunch of people, and that's okay. I don't give a rip. I finally put my balls back on. I used to literally have a dream. I used to have a dream that my genitals were cut off. God was trying to wake me up. Literally, I was scared. I thought I was going to become a trans. I'll be real. I thought I was going to become a transgender. That's what I misinterpreted the dream. And then I finally realized 
Whereas felony was, I was letting some spirit rip my balls off. No longer, no longer happening. Amen. The land or the home of the comfortable, fat and lazy is, and I put myself in that category. I've become, I've grown soft in, uh, and the Lord's dealing with me on that. He's really talking to me. I used to share things and actually caused an outrages in people and people were really mad. Honestly, there's a level of the, of the truth that's just got to do that. It's uh, when people have demonic stuff going on in their life, the truth is going to confront that and it's going to make people angry. We just have to get used to that. We can't be afraid of what people think. And 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 I can't share certain things because, I, you know, so-and-so or this person will get offended. We've really lost a lot of ground in the last bunch of years to the point where it's like the fear is, well, if I speak up, they're going to send me away to a camp. If enough people speak up, they don't have enough room in the camp. But the thing is, I'm going to stand before God. And so something is going to give here. Something's going to shift and give. We're just kind of rallying around that, you know? I, I watched a video uh, a couple hours ago um, about how civilizations are made and how they are made by one group conquering another group mm. and then then that civilization is made and the past civilization is done okay in america like many said they're neutered and they're very slowly over time getting weaker and weaker and weaker and every day we're getting conquered conquered and conquered and conquered until the day we're going to wake up and be like what what just happened this is not America anymore. This is something else. When did this happen? And and that's exactly what's happening is we're being conquered by just comfort, complacency, and just being. We're we're definitely went from the the people that built huge skyscrapers and marvelous engineering feats and even put somebody on the moon. We were that nation. We were that people. But now what we are is we are the, I'm going to go through the drive-thru. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm not going to go to the drive-thru and get McDonald's. I'm just going to have it delivered to my house. I can be in my PJs and I can have my slippers on and I can get it right here, right now. That's the kind of people that we've become. Instead of doing amazing things, we're just lagging around. So, so the challenge is if you want to make a stand, start by, I'm not eating McDonald's anymore just because of the simple fact that all the French fries are made from modified potatoes from Bill Gates. Like, I'm pretty sure those potatoes aren't that good for you. I'm <laughs> just saying. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. When we were talking about the rhinos, what popped into my head, because I haven't heard that phrase before, but what it popped into my head was a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh -huh. Yeah. They look like one of the flock, but really they're there to separate the weak ones. So they leading the weak ones over to the side so they can devour them. And and I know Scott has a lot to say about that one. Well, it's, it's more of a thing of, um, I, I wanted to get into the thing of what America was and where it's going. And I remember this, there's a lot of prophetic words. Even George Washington had a vision and it was about that America would be almost totally decimated, destroyed. 
and then it would come back from the ashes. It would it would be resurrected. And that's the thing that I, I even find interesting with the, with churches is there's a big emphasis on the seven mountains. We need to have people of influence in all these seven mountains. And it's it's almost like to me, those seven mountains represents a kingdom that's fading. And the kingdom that's coming, I, I believe it's more about focusing on the one mountain, the Lord. His mountain, his kingdom's gonna bring in something different. That's the thing that's really exciting to me is that it's it's kind of a Humpty Dumpty situation. The thing's so falling apart where if there's no real reform with what's currently there, it's almost like this thing has to come up out of the ashes. And and we're watching it firsthand. Yeah. If you guys are cooks, you're gonna know the answer to this. But if you're not, you're probably not gonna know. So I'm going to ask the listening audience as well, what's the best way to cook a frog? Well, over time. That's right. Put them in cold water. Yeah. And you were describing that, Aaron. That's what happened is precipitation over years. I mean, how does the rock become smooth? By the water hitting the rough edges over thousands and thousands of years. It's been a, a slow, methodical working of Satan and his Luciferian jerk. That's yeah. what they've done over time. You look at the early church, it was called the way. Jesus never started religion. First of all, Jesus is Jewish. He's never been a Christian, and he never will. He was a Jew who believes in himself. <laughs> he's a Jew who believed in the cross. So that's that's what's going on. And so he's the way, the truth, and the life. What happened was they tried killing the way, and as they killed, these guys multiplied. They kept multiplying like rabbits, and they were like, what are we going to do? So Satan's like, you know what? Constantine, we're going to compromise. And that's what we've done in America is compromise. We're the land of the compromise and the land of the lazy, fat Americans. Like you said, Scott, I, I'm part of it. I have a big girth right now. I understand. But, you know, they've got, they've got male models with breasts and stomachs because that's the typical American male. I look at that and say, wow, have we really fallen that far from the tree. I think we have. I think we're that rotten apple. You, you ever been picking an apple harvest? The sun's shining on that beautiful Johnny Gold apple, and you you can't, and, and you look at the ones at the bottom. That's America. You know, there's certain countries with the Johnny Golds right now. I mean, Thailand, they call Thailand an emerging nation. But I have to tell you something. In many regards, Thailand outshines America. They're number six in health and wellness to the world. And they're called an emerging nation, really? When America's ranked 140 with health and wellness? How does that sit well with you, Americans? Mm. How? How? You know why? Because you want, you turn the channel. You're going to turn, you know, you're going to like what Vinny or Aaron or, or Scott said tonight, you're going to turn the podcast. You're just not going to listen in anymore. Because you've been desensitized. The machine has desensitized Here's the wild thing. Harriet Tubman, she was an abolitionist. She led a lot of people to freedom. But here's the wild thing that a lot of you don't know. And you can look this up and it's verifiable. God actually gave her a vision of her people in ghettos. She knew where they were going. She knew totally what she was freeing these people from and what they were going to go into. But she knew God had a purpose. So she's allowing it to still play out, but she knew what was going to happen. She totally saw it. So how, how does that happen? Well, you know what? I think there's a lot of people on this podcast that are going to hang in with us if they know we're going somewhere. They're going to excuse our idiosyncrasies and our 
mistakes or our faults. And they're, they're going to look at the core of what we're talking about. And the core of what we're talking about is taking our country back, is being able to sleep at night, being able to look across in a bus and say hello to somebody. When I first got into this country, certain Thai people were flipping out at me because I, the term is a swatty cop, that means hello. It also means goodbye. I started saying that to everybody and they're like, that's not the Thai way. I said, yeah, I know it's not, but it's Jesus' way. It's Jesus' way. I don't care if they look at me weird. More and more people are getting used to me now. They smile, they laugh, not laugh at Benny. They're happy. They're coming out of their shells. So pay, they're afraid at first. He's this guy from the government, the red shirts and yellow shirts. And you see that element here in this country. But what I want to say is the reason it's hear ye, hear ye, is Paul Revere rode through the streets. Hear ye, hear ye, the British are coming. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another gentleman's name. I don't even remember his name, and I'm not going to bother to look him up because I don't even want to speak his name. But there was another guy that had the same job as Paul Revere, and he didn't do it. He did not do it. He wasn't agape. He was, we don't know who that loser, Al Coma loser. He didn't, I think he overslept or something happened, but he didn't do what Paul Revere did. So he's not in the history books. He's not. Paul didn't even mention his name. When, when are we as fellow believers in God, G-O-T with a big G, you know, and if you're Jewish, we'll take the O out, G-D. The, uh, believers in the real God. Believers in God are going to unify together and say enough is enough is enough. We, we shouldn't let rhinos be here. That's, again, a, a, a reflection of who we are as people. We allow it. Why can't we boo them off stage? Why can't somebody in the audience stand up and say, listen, for stop lying. Off. Get off the, you know, who's the one at the debate saying, shut up, Biden, sit down. You stupid idiot, change your diapers. Get rid of your defense. Get your head out of your ass. Cut it out. You're lying to us and you're lying to yourself. Wake up. You think you're getting away with this? You're getting away with nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, so a rhino is a sellout. Where did this all emerge? If you go back years ago, how does a wolf in sheep's clothing get into the pen with a bunch of sheep unless the lines are blurred and sheep don't even know what sheep look like anymore? Sheep don't even know how to act anymore. Sheep don't even know what to do. They don't know where. And that's that's the other thing is leadership. That was the biggest question I had. It started with COVID. Where's the leadership? I look around everywhere. Where is the leadership? Because that's what's been undermined is leadership. If you're too strong of a leader, you're a fascist. If you're too strong of a leader, you're, it's, well, no, that's actually just leadership. Like the people who need to be able to, but that's, that's a line. We're watching lines blur. So again, hopefully this is what we're about here is sharpening some of those lines. Like, you know, I'll be like, Hey, let's get back to like, we were, we've seen enough. We've seen a change enough, but I can go back to what I, I know some things I know, like some stuff that we're losing, you know, some of the things that's going away, like the, and it's like, you know, people are like, wow, this is great. You know, well, if you hate capitalism, well, just sign over your house. We all actually, so most people don't even own their house. The bank does, and you're comfortable with that. You're fine with that. You know, as long as you don't create waves, but for those out there that actually have ownership of things, just give all your stuff away. If you don't want freedom, you don't want to be a capitalist, just give your stuff away. Isn't that what Jesus said? Isn't that what Jesus said? 
about the rich young ruler. He told them. So again, capitalism is a thing. If I don't have stuff, I can't give stuff. <laughs> if I don't have anything, I can't give anything. Well, yeah, Jesus said this, so let's do away with capitalism. No, like you can't give unless you have something. Wait a minute, let's start a, let's start a commune. No, well, wait, that was in the first century church. Well, let's look at it in context. We need to get some lines back here. Yeah, with the rich ruler, the stuff had him. He didn't have the stuff. He didn't have the stuff. Now, what Jesus was saying there was the things that have you, you need to let go. Mm -hmm. We're not saying it's wrong to have ownership. We're not saying it's wrong uh, to have a sports car for those that are mega wealthy, a private jet. There's (laughs) nothing wrong with... There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with you having those things. But when those things have you, if the Holy Ghost tells you to let go of something, if you can't let go of that in five seconds, then that thing has you. That's right. You're so right, Aaron. So, so, so right. You know, the, the whole thing about the eye of the needle is the camel in order for it to pass the eye, it was actually a gate, a section of the gate that they call the needle. It was the center of the gate into a city, and it was low. So the, the owner of the camel had to do two things. Number one, he had to take all the, he or she had to take all the, the luggage and uh, spices and all that stuff off the camel's back, and they had to move it to the side. And the next thing the camel had to do was literally bend at the legs and bend its head that, down. And then it was able to pass through the middle. So what that tells us is that we need to humble ourselves and we need to get rid. So you could have a little bit of luggage and still be wrong. It's it's not the fact that he was rich, it was the fact that he was attached to his stuff. You could have five dollars, you could have five cents and be attached to it. You could be attached to it. What is your price? Recently I went through something where it was a lot large, like I'm not even gonna tell you how much money and it was this test i'll admit it was a big test but you know what i i previously the last six months said i can't be bought and i was tested by god what comes out of your mouth you get tested you know what i know for a fact i can't be bought doesn't matter how much does not matter how much doesn't phase me because you know why things don't have me that's I, I, you know, I told my wife this, she doesn't like when I say it, because she actually grew up in a hut with a dirt floor, but I'm okay with that. If, if God put me in a hut with a dirt floor, I'd be okay, just to make sure I clean my toes in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Seriously, if I had my infection, my leg blew up, the doctor made me fearful or tried to make, I, he didn't make me fearful, because I'm like, no, that's not happening. But if you're not careful, we're going to cut your leg off. I said, oh, really? You and what army? You, you ain't cut my leg off. God's not going to allow that. No way. And if he does allow it, guess what? I have a witness. And and when the creative miracles start happening, my leg's going to grow back. So that, that's my mentality, folks. That is my mentality because God is always got a way when you don't think there's a way. To go back to what you were saying about humbling, you know, the, the camel had to be humbled. The rich ruler had to be humble. You know the parable where he's talking about the tares and the wheats? Oh, here we go. Now, the tares and the wheats, 
Now, I don't know if you've seen pictures of it. They look almost exactly the same when they're growing. You can't tell the difference. Now, when it's harvest time, wheat will be so heavy on the top that it will bend down. It will humble themselves down. And, and that's why the parable says, wait, and that way you can tell the difference. And we're called to be wheats and not tares. You haven't went off the reservation here, Aaron. You're talking about rhinos, wolves mm-hmm. and sheep clothing, because the tares look just like the wheat. And see, here the thing is, I'll take it even a level further. The God revealed to me that a tear is a poisonous wheat. And you've got to be careful. Only God knows how to remove the tears. Because if you remove the tears, you knock the wheat out as well. You've got to be really careful. You've got to be very careful because those tears have deep roots and they're connected to the wheat at the root level. So if you think you're just going to pull a tear out, you're wrong. You ruin your crop. You're wrong. So guess what? The only thing that removes the tear is God's grace. It says, we boldly come to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy to find grace, which is help for every need. So if I have hairs in mind, if I did, whoever talked about Scott, the throne of your heart, or Aaron, that was so true. I don't want to personalize this, but there was somebody in my life that God said to me, I was thinking that person was very controlling. And he said, Vinny, you're really the control freak, not that person. Because you're on the throne of your own heart. So the very thing you think that person is doing to you, you've done to everybody your whole life. You've compartmentalized your life. You try to control your environment. You need to give it up and give it to me once and for all. Because you're on the throne of your own heart. Not that other person. They're there. You've, you've attached them. But it's you. You're the control freak. Not her. You're the control freak. Wow, that's a tough pill of slaw. When a loving God tells you that, man. But I'm glad he told me that. I'm really glad. Because if he didn't tell me that, I would be dead right now. Three three harvests. You got barley, wheat, and grapes and olives. I'm just kind of putting this out there. It's an interesting thing to look into. Barley just gets harvested. Wheat gets like has to get you have to get the tares out. You have to and then you have to thresh wheat. And then Grapes are crushed, olives are crushed. And uh, I, I believe like there's a thing, this is a call to all the overcomers out there. There's people that are overcomers. What is an overcomer? Well, if the one of the marks of an overcomer is you're not going to be status quo right now. You're not going to fit into all this. You're not going to be like, oh, this is all okay. This is all okay. This all just happens. Like, oh, it's oh big deal. That's not, no, it's not okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually, that's why like, well, you guys are just sitting around talking. Yeah. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. It starts with a conversation. It starts with saying enough is enough as in order to be an overcomer, you have to have something to overcome. And that's what we're looking at right now is, as I'm looking at a whole, I'm not looking at Republican Democrat, nothing. I'm looking at a, at a, at a broken system. I'm, I'm looking at a broken system that is not producing. And I can look on either side and I could say, there's some truths on either side. And then, and then there's this whole thing is about division. Well, the good news is this. The fact that the rhinos are coming is that's the counterfeit of the real. 
The real is that we celebrate our diversity, but we find our common places. We unify around the common things. So again, do we all need to breathe air? Do we all need to drink water? Do we all need to eat food that doesn't have a bunch of like chemicals and garbage? And uh, here's another one. I would like to see, I would like to see a day when planes stop flying over my house and blasting out all kinds of metals and all kinds of things to mess up weather patterns and all that stuff. I would like it when all these people stop trying to kill me because they view me as a big fleet problem. That's the thing. If you realize that's what like is happening behind the scenes as we're looked at, people aren't looked at. It's not we the people anymore. It's to them, it's we the flea problem that is like, we're going to overpopulate the earth if they don't start wiping people out. Well, wait, oh, you're getting all conspiracy theory. Yeah, like Noah. Noah's a conspiracy theorist until it happened. It's happening, people. It's happening in front of us. So where do you start? The biggest thing is engaging with God. The biggest thing is, is it within your own home, like align with the kingdom of God, align with who God is. Get in the word, study what, what he says, start there, and it, it moves out from there. Then it's like, okay, now we're going family. Now we go bigger family. Now I can start to rally with other people that are in the same place and we can start to confront this stuff, but it, it starts with a voice. So we're just getting our voice back right now. That's the start of this. Yeah, exactly right. When you talked about us sitting with conversation, the difference between us and the senior citizens sitting in McDonald's and complaining is all they do is sit in McDonald's and complain and they go home and watch the TV. And, and don't misunderstand me. There's a lot of heroes and I'll never forget what you've done. But what have you done lately? I'll never forget what you've done. But what have you done lately? That's my question. I don't care if you're 78 years old. Donald Trump's 77, or I think he's 78 now. So how come Donald Trump's doing something and you're not? I respect what you've done, but what have you done today? I totally respect what you've done. I, I, wouldn't, I didn't do what you did. I didn't serve my country. But you did. But what have you done to serve your country today? Think about that. The teacher that's teaching those students that sits there and shakes their head in judgment over your kids, saying, you know, the parents, the parents, yeah, there's a truth to that, but you're responsible for those kids for 45 minutes. Well, what are you doing to impact their life? Are you reading the BS that's in those books? Are you reading the BS because you have to, but then talking to them afterwards about the real stuff? Oh, Vividi, you don't understand. I'm on video now. Well, yeah, I do. If it's against your um, moral, office, then quit. Yeah, Vinny, but you don't understand. I got a roof over my head. Oh, yes, I do. I do understand. But again, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into the kingdom of God. So what I say to those people is how much is your price? They say every man has the price. My price is one thing. Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's it. That's my price. If they came and put a gun to my head right now and said, do you believe in Jesus Christ? I'd say, yeah, go ahead and pull the trigger because I'm not dying because I'm already dead. I'm already dead. So you might as well just pull the trigger because I'm not going anywhere. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, the fourth man in the fiery furnace. Who's the fourth man? Ask that question. No, even Muslims and Ask, the, ask God for a bill to you who the fourth man was in the fire furnace. That'll blow your mind when you get that revelation. <laughs> See, it's about being real, folks. 
Vinny, man, this is a wild show. You, I, I, I want did, did Aaron, did we or did we not warn people? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we did. We warned them. So don't be surprised because it's going to get thicker. It's it's going to get a lot. We're going somewhere here, and it's to the top of that mountain that Scott's talking about because the air is thin. The eagles fly above the store, and the air is very thin. Believe it or not. Even when we unify, when we have at least 10 million people that are going to storm D.C., they try to steal. The, they're already start. I heard the ridiculousness that I think it's Maine and and some other state that pulled Trump off the ballot. Go ahead. Try, loser Satan. Try. It ain't going to yeah. work. It's just inspiring us. Go ahead. Try. Go ahead, other states. Try to do that. Watch what happens. It's going to backfire. I was asking. The, I was just asking about uh, like how, because Maine is one of those in Colorado. And if if uh, if Colorado turns it around, I think Maine will turn it around. Um, but I was asking, what does it look like when there's more write-in votes for Tr- Trump than there's ever? Like, there's not more write-ins than there ever has been. And is that an easier way to like blot out because it's written in pencil? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Now I'm at the point where do I have a lot of faith that they won't try to? Sn- it's like it was stolen last time and no one, here we are. I walked out going, well, voting really does, I, I don't want to be that person that says, well, voting really doesn't matter. Everybody makes that big thing of going and, and have your say. Well, what say did I have if it was stolen from me anyway? So that whole thing. And again, most people are like, okay, we've all quieted down and dumbed it down and, and it's all okay. And it's just swept under the rug. Well, is, is it okay next time? Because we've had, Look at like what's happened in, in just this amount of time. But like we're we're like already on our way out and we now we're in a recession. And people don't even know that we're in a hey, guess what? We are in a recession in America, folks. Like we're in it and it's not gonna get better unless something changes somewhere. And so if, if even just based on your comfort right now, just based on your own comfort, unless you want to pay like what Europe's paying for gas or what or or more or you can't get gas because we've been cut off or all that stuff. It's like we have to start to go, okay, I, I have it in me. I'm definitely on that. I, I'm, I'm going on that march. I'm, I'll be there. And again, nonviolent, but I might be there with a tractor with some, with some poop. I mean, I might be there with like something, you know, something that's a not violent thing, but it's a make your point kind of thing. That's what needs to happen right now. Because the thing is like, oh, God reminded me, I got to write, I got to write in on that because I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. I live in a state that, that I can't vote freely. They, they're telling me, hey, you can't vote for this guy because he's a fascist. Well, I actually want like a fascist leader that can go kind of some, some places and, and deal with some stuff. Not this wishy-washy anything goes thing. This wishy-washy anything goes thing is the devil's all over that. Isn't that the first thing? One of the, the first commandment in the satanic Bible, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Sin as much as you want, because the more you sin, the more the enemy has legal right to you. And that's where we're going. It's like, we need to have these lines back. So, Lord, thank you for the fascists. Thank you for the people that tell us the truth. Oh, I'm a fanatic. I'm a fanatic. Well, anybody that just is is like has some passion is a fanatic. So I think I'm thankful for fanatics. I'm thankful for people that have something to say. Otherwise than that, it's like, it's pretty bland. You know, it's pretty vanilla. <laughs> God loves unicorns, by the way.
He really does. He does. So, yeah, he's so, so here, here's the thing. I want everybody to quiet down and just stop. A pause button. And if you pause and you feel anything other than peace right now, I want you to recognize that there's a God in heaven that really loves you. Mm. And it's going to be okay. How, did, how can you tell me that, Vinny? Well, because I know it for back. <laughs> it's I, I made it through. And you can make it through too. The only way you're not going to make it through is if you give up. But you know what? I think we as a country are about to step into her greatest days. The nation is going to start to get into her greatest days. You know why? Because I've read the book. At the end of the t- I understand, you know, you're going to start throwing the Babylonian BS at me, and I get it, okay? I know we're the great works, Babylon, yeah, we'll have that discussion later on. But it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, not the revelation of the apocalypse, first off. Second off, we win because he won. So you know what? When, an, when a nation honors God, you know, I asked God, what about Thailand? And I, I'm not going to tell you which king, but there was a particular king that dedicated this country to Yeku, believe it or not. I might get myself in trouble, but I don't care. I'm going for it. There's an actual king in this country that dedicated it to Yeshu. Let me tell you which number, but I know which number it is. And you know what? God takes that kind of first serious. So you in your house, whether you're Muslim, or, you know, whatever, just, just dedicate your life to the Lord. Just say, I dedicate my life to you, God. Just reveal yourself to me. Show me who the real God is. That's all I want. I want to know who created me and give me peace. And he's going to answer that prayer. How you get there is everybody's path is different. But you know what? Vinny, you've gotten so far off. Rhino. No, I haven't. This whole show has been about hear ye, hear ye, the rhinos are coming. They're wolves in sheep's clothing, like like Scott talked about, like Aaron talked about, the, the wheat and the tear. It's the real and the fake. The compromise. When, you know, it's over. The days of being lazy, fat, and happy are happy is no longer part of the equation. It's gone. So you're, all you're left with is being lazy and fat. Go ahead, Scott. So, yeah, that's the last thing that kind of, I think, hit is you have the differentiation between the wheat and the tares or the, or the goats and the sheep. You have like all these churches that are businesses and their agenda is money. And you have all these people that have been in that and they've found their niche and they've found their way. And Or there's people that had like a kind of a heyday in that and they're trying to, they're just perpetually trying to, get that. So that's, they're serving mammon and that's on the dollar bill. That's the U S dollar and God, we trust, but you have on one side, Judeo Christian values, the Eagle, the, the star David. And on the other side, you have the all seeing eye. It's all bail. That all represents bail. We're right now, right where Israel was when Israel was divided in the sense they brought bail worship in and they were, they were saying, or it's like, even like with Moses, they build a golden calf and they go, this is Yahweh. It's like, that whole thing is is where we're at. And what I'm watching emerge is what God is, I don't know about anybody else getting squeezed like this. I don't serve mammon. I don't, I, mammon's not what I'm serving. I'm serving God. I'm trusting God. So there's constant tests he's doing right now around money. Is money your bottom line or is the will of God your bottom line? 
is is doing the right thing your bottom line or is your bottom dollar your it, 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 which one is it because you can't serve two masters and that's all going back to that the rich young ruler thing it's it's two masters it's not money being evil it's a love of money and the love of money is mammon and so that whole thing this is another kind of clarion call out to that is it's time to get out from under this commercialized either serve god or serve money like and, and this is to clergy people especially like if you know like 501c3s well guess what about your 501c3 you have to comply and you have to do as you're told or you'll lose your status so are you okay with losing tax exempt status uh to do the right thing these are some of the lines these are important lines <laughs> like no I, i'm gonna even if it costs even if it affects your checkbook are you going to serve God? That's the whole thing that's been twisted with tithing. How do you make unrighteous mammon righteous? You are obedient. <laughs> but the thing is, like the tithing thing, it's not, it's like, well, do I have to give 10% net or gross and all that? It's like, no, that's not the point. The point is, are you obedient to God? <laughs> and are you willing to follow his will in, in this? So that, anyway, that's what I'm watching. I'm watching that differentiation happen right now. We have people that are, if people are all about the, 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 if they're about the Benjamins, it is about the Benjamins, but it's about the kingdom. Seeking first the kingdom of God is righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. All these tools will be given you. Stewardship, that's that's where we're at. And so that, like right now, watch that. We have, you have all these people where they're, if, if they're into that whole thing with money and the love of money, you can't go both directions. You're going one or the other. And again, people are questioning, right? Well, let, let me clarify something just an ed, for an educational viewpoint, because I know some of you people are probably Google what mammon is, but those of you don't, don't have that technological wherewithal. Mammon is the world system of money. It's money, but it's unrighteous lucre. It's filthy lucre. It's the world's money. It's the world's mm -hmm. system. It's the name of a demonic being called mammon. It's a, it's a principality. It's a fat idiot dragon beast that sits over money. And it's filthy because it doesn't believe in God. It hates God and it loves money. So it's got lesser demons serving it like avarice and greed and confusion, fear. These are the lesser ones that are below it. Bribery. You've got all these different divisions, murder. You've got all these manifestations of the mammon system, but it's a system. It's 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 an actual system. It's a there's a trading floor. There's mammon's trading floor, and there's the Caltech's trading floor. They're both. Tra I know I'm getting to. I think some of you people just put out if you can't analyze. So there's two trading floors. There's mammon's trading floor, and there's Caltech. Now, what I can't wrap my head around personally is that the creator of the universe actually tied the Caltech, the high priest. I. I don't even begin to recall. Maybe you guys have revelation on that one, but I don't. So God actually ties the, the calls back, but that's the trading floor. Okay. We, we take building lucre, mammon, because that's the physical money part of it, the physical realm. And if we take that physical filthy stuff, we actually, the, the best money launderer on the face of the earth is God, because he might, the money launderer, he cleans it, he takes it and he cleans it on his trading floor because you let it go to him. You know, they talk about 10%. How about giving 100% as a new set? Vinny, what are you talking about? How about tithing 
Vinny, you're crazy. I said, oh, really? Well, it's a good goal. Is I don't think I've ever reached it, but I'll try. I'll try to give away 110%. Why not? So anyway, what I'm saying to you is you, you give mammon and you don't stay attached to it. You say, you know what? I'm going to give even when it hurts. I'm going to fast a meal. Evan Zadai, as a pilot, he was a pilot. He was a certified pilot. And God had him become a, a flight attendant. He's a lowly flight attendant. He's a fully certified flight. He's a flight attendant. And he's got to clean up puke and basically have people yell at him, bad breaths, hair in the air, smelling fart, and they don't clean in bathrooms. And that's what he's doing. And he's taking his time at lunchtime and not paying for his meal and going out and feeding the home. That's, that's Mikel's act. That's trading on the training floor of Mikel's act. So you know what? I love you, God. I love your people. Even though I hate them right now because they're yelling at me, I'm going to love them despite the anger I have for them. So I'm going to throw into people that can never pay me back. So that's where you get it's that whole camel through the eye of the needle. You're not attached to the world system. And that's how you live life above on the mountaintop that you talk about, Scott, where the air is bent. It's very lonely. It's lonely being an eagle. It hurts. It hurts being an eagle. It really does. But you know what? I love the pain of being an eagle. Because the pain of being that frog that sits in that water as the temperature gets, you're just comfortable enough. And all of a sudden, what's the boiling point? 212 degrees? You're 211, you're okay. All of a sudden, man, that frog wakes up very quick at 212 and it's too late. So we love you. That's why this show is happening now. Do you think I'm okay? You know, it's like 1020 uh, in my time zone. You know, I got, I got a beautiful wife. I love her, but you know what? I'm not too my own whore. It's not a sacrifice because there's no sacrifice at all. But I know that there are people that are now getting sick and tired of being sick and tired, and they're beyond the point of recognition of who they are. They don't even recognize themselves. They look at themselves in the mirror, they brush their teeth in the morning, and they say, God, how have I ended up in this place? How? How did it happen? I bought the American dream hook, line, and sinker. And I'm disgusted with myself. Not even other people. I'm disgusted with myself. I, I don't even know myself anymore. I'm selling myself for an evil Luciferian corporation that could give a shit about me. And they fire my ass in a second. And you're taking time away from your beautiful child. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. I'm not. I'm just trying to inspire you to think about somebody else other than yourself. To get out of your world for once. And say, so, you know, there's a world beyond my, my cubicle. When's the last time you took your coworker who's hurting to, to, to lunch? When's the last time you prayed for your coworker? Oh, you don't understand. They're mad at me. They hate me. Oh, I, I'm not talking about that. When's the last time you wrote an actual, not, not an electronic card, but you wrote a card to your 67-year-old mother or your 87-year-old grandmother? When's the last time you, yeah, but you don't understand, Vinny. She keeps you out of the phone for 24 minutes. I do understand. I do understand. You're so busy, you don't want to call her. You, you don't want to get the pain that she's going through on her 24 prescriptions. You don't want to, you don't, you want to keep yourself insulated from that mm. because you can't handle it. You know why you can't handle it? Because you don't understand where life begins. Life begins where life ends. I'm not even going to elaborate on that. Life begins where life ends. <laughs> so Rhino, let's go back to Rhino. There is one Rhino that I respect. 
Okay. There's a reason God wouldn't let me figure out the names of the rhinos, and I'm glad he did. So I'm not going to call, I'm only going to talk about one rhino, and that's the rhino I love. And there's a reason he's the Republican in name only, because he hates them like I hate them. And that's Donald Draytron. Mm. He's a Republican in name only. See, hear ye, hear ye. The rhino, we're changing the name. It's still going to be rhinos, Aaron. So don't change it. But those of you that hung in till the end get the actual name of this episode. Hear ye, hear ye. The rhino is coming. And he's got fire in his eyes. He's got fire coming out of his mouth. And he's going to rip the head off of that enemy. Because he's got the line of the tribe of Judah inside it. That's right. He's a rhino. A true rhino. The kind of rhino I can vote for. Because Republicans are full of it too. They are. They're staunch. They're greedy. They're blue bloods. They hide behind their bourbons and cigars. What is an attribute of rhinos? They have very thick skin. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Real rhinos. You're right. So it is about the real rhinos. You're right. It's about the real rhinos. The real rhino. I have to be a little bit careful here. I have a good friend of mine that knows a certain political candidate, inner circle. He's part of a certain political candidate's inner circle. And that certain political candidate hates Republicans. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Hates them. Use with, I, I, and I don't use that word lightly. And this inner circle member doesn't use this lightly either. Because <laughs> they hate. I'm not going to tell you who the candidate is. But he hates for talking this. <laughs> Think about that. What does it say in the Bible? Be as wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. He's definitely not gentle, but it's okay. And he's got half of it down. <laughs> he's got half of it down. <laughs> half is better than nothing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there is a part of him that's very gentle as a dove. There's a part of him that feeds homeless, that pulls out hundreds, hundreds of dollars and gives them to people that clean to all bowls and pays for somebody's rent and pays for somebody's mortgage. And there's, there's a lit, the countless things that that man has done for people. He doesn't want accolades about it. He doesn't tell people about it. So are you saying he's a Democrat? <laughs> At heart, yes, he is. He is. You're right. He, he really is. That, that, that's true. He's more Democrat than Republican. Come on. That's true, God. Thank you. That's definitely true. Yeah, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat that figured it out. <laughs> That's right. He beat them at their own game. Think about that. He mm. beat them at their own game. Wow. He beat them at their own game. Yeah. I'll go back to being as wise as a serpent. You know. Mm. See, I, I, I just, I'm really sensing we're going to be okay. I haven't said this yet. But I want to go on record early enough in our episodes before it gets really dark out there, because it's going to get a lot darker. It's going to get a lot darker. But even when we're in the darkness that's coming, it's going to be okay, folks. It really is. Hug your children tonight before you go to bed. Don't take a day for granted. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not. Promise today. Give a kind word to a coworker tomorrow. Give, give a kind worker to the guy who yells at you. 
Pray for the person that that steals billions of dollars from you. Pray for them. Pray for the person that maligns you, slanders you, and treats you like mud. Pray for them. Why? If you have to ask that question, then you really don't know what life's about. It's about loving yourself less than others. It's about taking your eyes off yourself and putting it on others. And really, that's what, if we start loving each other, truly loving each other, not a weird love, not a flaky love, not a 30 partners or a harem type of love. I'm talking like a real agape love. We're going to change some things in this country. I have no doubt about it. You know what? America is brightest days are ahead of themselves or herself, I believe. Mm. If we just hold to the original tenet of our country. The song We Shall Overcome is a great song. The interesting thing is, I want to talk about something as we're closing, and, and then you guys can have your closing comments. But we're not a democracy, folks. We're a republic. And if you if you study our political system, it's gonna shock some of you that think you know politics. But our republic was founded on a Greek system. And in Greece, what, what happened was the Athens, the population started to get too much for the city limits. And so what they did was they started bre- breaking out into the town. So the towns would be outside of Athens, 20 miles, 20 kilometers, 50 kilometers, I'm what, whatever kilometers outside of Athens. And they'd elect a town representative. Watch this. This is where we need to get to. And they need to elect that town representative. And if that bastard didn't vote, it didn't wasn't the proper voice when they went to Athens, you know what they did? Do you think they kicked him? Do you think they sat him down and did a counseling session? No, they killed him. They killed him if he didn't do his job right. Wow, wow. that's hard. And he, well, too bad. How far we've fallen from the original Greek Republic system. Am I saying we're still, we, no, I'm not. And then again, that'll be a soundbite, but that's okay. I don't mind sound bites. So the point is, is that when are our representatives, like whatever state it is, I'm glad I don't know which, which state it is. I don't want to know. Don't even, don't even email me an hour. Don't tell me when it is. Don't tell me what state it is. But whatever state it is that had that senator freak with the stain in the hole, the, you know, the stain on the carpet, if he's still in office, that's on you. That is on you. That is on you if he's still in office. What a shame. What horrible that you allow that person, for lack of a better term, to still be in office. Man, when are we going to change things? When are we going to go back to the Greek Republic system where if these people aren't representing us, we demand their resignation. We demand it because we pay their salaries. We pay for it. We, we. The plus point here is, Scott, your dad and your father's father. Plus point here is Aaron, your parents. Mm. I know our parents weren't perfect. That's not the point. They paid into it. And we pay into it today with our blood, sweat, and tears. So why don't we make them accountable for it? Where's the justice? Where's the justice in the country, man? Wait, it's time to take it back. Father, I just, I thank you for just your heart for us. I thank you for your love. I thank you that nothing, uh, Lord, I ask that nothing that was said today would go it would, it would be anything of condemnation. It would be, the Lord, just conviction. Lord, I ask that you would just bring conviction by your spirit. I ask that you would uh, give us the skin of a rhinoceros, give us the skin of a rhino, and give us the backbone, uh, give us a backbone of steel, and give us the heart of a, of a lamb and a lion. Uh, Lord, I ask that you would, you would cause us to go forth and, 
and, and be empowered. Lord, I ask that there would be, when I speak to just across the airwaves, that you would quicken every person or to just, that, that courage would start to hit people. That, Lord, I thank you that where David slew Goliath is where later, um, I'm, I'm trying to remember which mighty man it was. Like, I think there was, you know, later that's where the guy's hand atrophied to his sword fighting because courage inspired courage. And Father, I thank you right now for courage going out, Lord, people starting to go, I'm going to make a stand. And, and, and Lord, show us just the smallest and the smallest ways. I'm not going to eat McDonald's French fries anymore. If it's, if it's right there, start there and start moving forward into things. Like I am going to start to, if here's the thing, if the enemy wants me to be self-centered in idolatry, I'm going to rebel against that with everything in my being. And I'm, I'm going to rebel against that with everything in my being. Father, I ask you would stir that up in us, Lord. Stir up a, a fight in us. That's the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent taken by force. It's a violence against things that are not of God. It's a violence of things. And, and for those that aren't believers, I pray for you too, that you, not that, not that you have to conform, or you have to believe, but just a, a, a violence to do the thing that is right, to do the right thing, to, to not follow what's wrong. Lord, we see things that are wrong. We don't want to just sit back and just criticize them anymore. Lord, show us where we are, are, are connected to those things. Show us our place. So Lord, I ask that you would grant us the gift of repentance and grant us the grace to be empowered and move forward in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm, I'm going to add to that prayer a little bit. Uh, this whole thing with the rhinos. Uh, see, the thing is, Donald Trump was a rhino by, he was a Republican by title, but he was always open and truthful. He always right. said how it was. What we're talking about is these rhinos that hide and conceal what their agendas are, and they are are there through infiltration, and they step in. So, Father, I just rebuke lies in our government. Yeah, yeah. I rebuke those uh, those people with snake tongues that yeah. are going to say lies, Lord Father, and I just pray that a spear of Exposing a thing of exposing, Lord, shine your light on them uh, that expose those lies and exposes those people that are dishonest. And Father, that your truth, your truth will sound one from stand in the gap and yes. two from the White House. Father, that the true followers of Jesus Christ would rise up in truth. And Father, you are, God, you are the truth. You are the truth and you are the way. And so we just proclaim that right now, that your light, your truth will dispel the darkness, will dispel the lies right now in Jesus' name. Yeah. And Father, I pray right now that a spirit of repentance fall on each and every one of the people listening to this broadcast. I pray that a spirit of repentance fall on America. I pray that you, you hover over their earth, Holy Spirit, and to be the true hound of heavens. Don't let people be comfortable anymore in their mess. Don't let them be comfortable in their mess anymore. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, where are you, Jerusalem? But I, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for the peace of Palestine. We pray for the peace of Palestine. We pray for the peace of Palestine. We pray for all of God's people. 
that they may come as one. Make them one as we are one. I pray Psalm 133 unity over everybody on this radio station or podcast station, that you become unified for the cause. And that cause to, to not divide, but to unify and conquer. <laughs> unify and conquer. So remember that Tuesday, 6 p.m., same time, same bat station. We'll be back for Stand in the Gap until we meet again on the highways and the byways. Remember, we'll be getting those T-shirts out before you know it. Make sure you wear them once you get them. Stand in the Gap. Bless you all. Good night. The best is yet to come.